somewhat tragically, I was having trouble finding what I was going to discuss, and then I, I finally found it in stack. I mean, it's kind of crazy in here. Remember the piles movie? of potential things to talk about. Oh, it's a big pile. I know, and especially when I've been gone. Remember that movie with Sandra Bullock um, called While You Were Sleeping? Um, it was about a woman that worked, I think she worked in the New York subway taking tokens, and she had a big old crush on uh, some guy um, that she just saw in passing as he was uh, you know, going through the t- subway system. Maybe you don't. It's a chick flick, kind of. Do you remember it? No, no it doesn't not. sound like anything. If I was scrolling through Netflix or oh, Amazon what? Video. It's actually yeah. a good movie. Uh-uh. It's, it's, well, anyway, so um, what happens is that this the main character, and I believe the actor is Bill Pullman, um, he has some kind of accident where he has amnesia, and his family is somehow fooled into believing that uh, the character that Sandra Bullock plays is his, is his girlfriend or is his fiance. Who knows? I don't even know how it all worked out, but uh, or you know how it all um, was was organized. But it's uh, it, well, and I mean, while you were sleeping, I guess is what I was kind of thinking about this morning. I obviously wasn't sleeping for the last several days, but uh, I have been um, resting as much as possible, and uh, you know, so. There's a lot of news that has, I, I guess, time marches on, and obviously the news cycle keeps rolling whether or not you're paying attention to it. And I guess, I don't know, the moral of the story could be, well, you know, you miss a few days and you can catch right up. It's kind of, <laughs> I guess life is kind of like a soap opera, Chris, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> there was one all-news radio station. That their, their marketing pitch, their slogan was, miss a day, you miss a lot. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of true. And I mean, you know, I know that obviously this is going to be an ongoing situation and provided, God willing, that uh, um, we have a, a Republican president in November, that we elect a Republican president, presumably Donald Trump, that we will have uh, the uh, the proper leadership to address the border issue and the border crisis. And uh, in the meantime, of course, as we have been reporting here on uh, this station, as well as there are others around the country that are also talking about how Texas, uh, under the leadership of Governor Greg Abbott, is is actually building a border wall uh, that the federal government, that the Biden administration cannot somehow accomplish. And, I mean, what what each state government in each state um well, I guess each governor is charged with doing is protecting the citizens of that state. And so he's taken it upon himself to do what the federal government will not do. And, of course, that's not a criticism of the actual Border Patrol, <clears throat> excuse me, Border Patrol agents. However, it is a criticism of Joe Biden and his administration. And from the moment he darkened the steps of the White House, this is what our country has faced is this absolutely uh, 
horrible disaster of epic proportions at our nation's border. I don't know how you can tell a state like Texas. Like, Eagles Pass is a small town. I think 5,000 people live there. And, oh, by the way, thousands of people are going to cross the border, come into your community, and the federal government's position is there's nothing you can do about that. Thank goodness they have a governor like Greg Abbott who says, uh, no, this uh, this city park that the government, the federal government's taken over, uh, no, that belongs to us and the people who live there. We're taking it back, and what are you going to do about it? Um, I'm glad that, look, if there's an issue that the Biden administration administration deserves pushback on it's what's happening at our southern border and and for and and ironically that the statement you just made about pushback the biden administration pushing back against those states that are taking that are really taking their state security into their own hands because the federal government will not and the fact that you know of course the abbott administration i presume will be facing uh, lawsuits by the federal government, but you know, it's it's all par for the course when uh, it's been made very clear what the objective is of the Biden administration. It's it's to keep our borders wide open and to allow as many illegals into our country as possible. And you know, granted, uh, there are some people that genuinely, legitimately need to flee their countries, but not at the level in which they are. And if even just one criminal, one murderer, one rapist, one drug dealer, one human trafficker, whatever the, whatever the criminal is, if just one gets across our border, that's one too many. And that should be reason enough to close our borders and to start deporting those that are coming here illegally. I, I mean, I don't see any other any other solution at this point in light of the crisis that we're seeing and the way in which cities all over the country are in, you know, frankly, the sanctuary cities that uh, uh, that are led by Democrats. And I would imagine it's 100 percent Democrats because I don't think any Republican would support a sanctuary city for illegals because there are too many legal citizens in each city that they need to care for first and make a priority. But in this case, it's it's become the opposite. I mean, we've seen airports that are taken over in, in this country. We've seen schools that are taken over by illegals to house them. And I mean, what is next? The, the, the needs and what is necessary for the citizens of this country is put second to the needs of those that are coming here illegally, it's unsustainable. And if we do not, if these uh, these governors in, in in states throughout the country, if these leaders that really want to protect, that are that uh, I mean by oath they are sworn to protect their citizens. If they n- do not do that, they are violating their oath as an elected official. One of the things we need to talk more about is our asylum laws are not well understood. Our country gives asylum to people if you're a political persecuted victim. That uh, I'm a member of the XYZ party and the YBQ party tries to kill or kidnap my people in the middle of the night. The United States will give you asylum for that. If you say I'm a member of this ethnic group and some other ethnic group controls my country and they torture and kill us, we'll give you asylum for that. 
you don't get to come to the United States and say, uh, well, I, I need a job and uh, the economy in my country stinks. It's just so corrupt. Um, that's not a reason for asylum. We don't let people in for economic reasons. And yet we give hearings to everyone who shows up, regardless of what the law says. And we let them loose in our country and say, come back, your hearing's in eight years. And they never show up for it. They just disappear into the woodwork. We don't explain that to our own people so that they don't understand what's happening at the border is completely lawless. Well, and there's a reason why it's not explained, because the more people that are kept in the dark, the better, uh, in, as far as Democrats are concerned. You know, I was thinking yesterday as people were voting in the uh, spring primary that uh, they had to produce an ID here in Wisconsin before they could vote. Yet there are illegals that are leaving their country of origin, presumably taking everything they own with them, and they have no form of identification. So when they cross the border illegally, committing a crime by crossing the border illegally, and they are asked to provide some sort of identification, which shows their country of origin, which shows their birth uh, date, uh, which shows their identity, they're not required to do so, and they can make up an identity. How is that going to work when it comes to, oh, say, upcoming elections? Are uh, those on the left going to make excuses for those people that have c crossed our border illegally and thus creating for them some sort of ID which will allow them to vote in the future? God forbid I should even make a suggestion like that. But that, that thought has crossed my mind. Has it crossed yours, Chris? Oh, look, and we already have creep on those things. Like, we've got court rulings here in Wisconsin. Oh, you, you send in an absentee ballot. It's got to be witnessed by someone. The witness uh, leaves off their address. That vote should count. Why not? Why should it count when the person who's using that ballot can't follow the rules for making the ballot legitimate? Um, oh, a person doesn't know their birthday, so they left it off. Maybe it's because they're not a legitimate voter. But we have court rulings here saying, no, no, you've got to count that. So I think if you vote absentee, if you vote mail-in, the least we should expect from you is that you follow the darn rules for sending your ballot in. And our courts say, no, 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 those rules, they, they don't bother. Why? Because we've got libs in Wisconsin that think democracy in the park is a swell idea. Where someone who says, that bench over there is my home. Yeah, I don't know the address, uh, but I want to cast my vote and I want it to count just like legitimate voters like you and me. If you can't be a responsible citizen and actually complete your, if it's an absentee ballot uh, and, and the, witness, uh, the witness information uh, thoroughly, then you, sh you have no business voting. I mean, end of story. I mean, it's that simple. Because let me tell you, and I've already suggested this, if uh, someone were filling out a publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes entry, you think they'd omit their return address? I doubt it, because they want that person uh, to show up at their front door with balloons and the big check. So don't tell me that they aren't capable of including their entire address when they're voting. It's ridiculous. We'll be right back on the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News. Thank you for such a uh, great show. The news you need, the issues you're passionate about. Okay, here's the point I'm trying to make. AM 550, FM 99.9, WSAU.